0: And so things have gotten interesting all of a sudden. um, The GOP hasn't even taken over yet, and they are already launching an investigation into Hunter Biden. And according to GOP representatives, that investigation includes human trafficking and wire fraud and other things. Uh, Matter of fact, um, these allegations against the Biden administration include conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violations of foreign agents, restriction oh excuse me, registration act, violations of of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, and violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. This is going to get interesting. Um I'm hoping it's not a big nothing burger. I'm hoping it's not just, just, uh, you know, another one of those uh, shit shows, one of those circuses, and it turns out to be nothing, but um, this is uh, really something major, and it's getting next to no media coverage, surprisingly, right? Not so much. Um this came from Representative James Comer, who said the Biden family's business dealings implicate implicate a wide range of criminality from human traffic to potential violations of the Constitution. Um uh, Representative uh James Comer of Kentucky says as part of our investigation, we have evidence that the finances, credit cards, and bank accounts of Hunter and Joe Biden were commingled, if not shared. Now, if you're familiar with the Hunter Biden laptop, then you know that, um, there was all kinds of money laundering going on, money, <laughs> for, you know, pay for play, a lot of, uh, A lot of activity going on there. And there's also, um, you know, underage stuff going on there. A lot of pedo stuff going on. Um, So this this human trafficking situation is going to be quite interesting because now this is going to turn an eye on a lot of these uh so-called conspiracy theories what the media have deemed to be conspiracy theories and i always found it interesting that you have one side of the political side of things or yeah one political party that advocates um bringing justice and and locking up human traffickers and child traffickers and And uh, pedos, and then the other side of political realm, if you will, they pretend like it doesn't exist, like there's no human trafficking. They say it's all QAnon conspiracy theory. It's very interesting. So now you have this right here. If this turns into, you know, potentially a a a Bombshell story. Um this could, this could be like a, a snowball avalanche of effect where a lot of things that were dismissed as conspiracy theory in the past will now come to light. Um says the right the White House responded to these allegations against the Biden family by labeling them as debunked conspiracy theories. Right, that's that's their go-to. Um, and they said this is what um, Ian Sam's a spokes spokesman for the White House said. It says instead of working with President Biden to address issues important to the American people, like lower costs, congressional <laughs> congressional Republicans' top pri- priority is to go after President Biden with politically motivated attacks. Um, chock full of long-debunked conspiracy theories. Again, this is Ian Sams, a spokesman for the White House Counsel's Office. So again, <clears throat> this is their go-to. This is what they always do. Everything is a conspiracy theory until it's no longer conspiracy theory, just like there was no Hunter Biden laptop until there was a Hunter Biden laptop. All right. It was just Russian disinformation all of 2020, and then somewhere in the middle of 2021, it turned out, oh, it was true, and that it was authenticated. But there's still no mainstream media coverage. So the the key to all of this is exposure. Without exposure, it means nothing, unless somebody goes to jail. Unless they're actually going to lock someone up, um, so we'll see where this goes. Uh, I, I, I'm usually, <clears throat> I'm usually one of those people that is very negative when it comes to this type of information. I'm usually one of those people that says nothing's going to happen, nothing's ever going to happen, nothing's ever going to change. However, the situation is pretty unique because. Um, this is the first time that I can remember where you have the GOP taking over and before they even take over the majority, because when do they take it over? In January, right? January the, I think it's the 3rd or some something around there. Somewhere around there. They are coming out immediately, okay? and letting it be known that they're going to launch this investigation. There's only so much covering up the mainstream media can do. There's only so much. They're going to have to cover this at some point, even if they're going to just say, oh, this is crazy, conspiracy theory. Um, They'll just bring up something about Trump to try to distract people. But even with that, the reason why I'm actually kind of like, okay, I need to pay attention to this. The reason why I have my focus on this is because the people that are involved <clears throat> um, with this investigation, um, James uh, Comer and yeah, Jim Jordan of Ohio, they don't seem like they're going to back down off of this. They don't, they don't seem like they're playing around. That's just what I'm getting from this, you know, at the moment. Okay. And because they have the majority in the House, they have the opportunity to make sure that this investigation is followed through. Now, what's going to happen in the Senate, you can argue about it all day long. But here's a thought if there's overwhelming, damning evidence, and we know that there is. If they're able to present it, if, no, excuse me, if they do present it and they don't drop the ball or they don't act like deep state actors and purposely drop the ball and they move forward with this actual investigation, seriously, move forward with it. They're going to force the media to at least cover it. They're going to force that. They're going to have to. They're not going to have a choice. They're not going to be able to just ignore a a huge investigation into the president. Um, Especially with them losing ratings and you have uh, this takeover of CNN. Um, They're going to have to cover this. And they run out of the options. They no one cares about the Ukraine Russian war anymore. Um, the pandemic scare that no one's paying that any attention. They've tried to revive that. Um, you can go down to you know even even the Roe versus Wade, Roe v Wade. Even no one cares anymore. I, I, I would I would argue that more people care about Roe v Wade than the other stuff, but. They've run out of ammunition, so it's the perfect timing. This is this timing is perfect. Again, I'm not spreading hopium. cause you know me, I'm negative as hell. I don't believe nothing until I see it. But I, I must admit, this timing is so perfect. They can just ambush the Biden administration, all throughout 2023, just bum Russia. You know how much dirt they have on Biden? The beautiful part about this is this is bigger than Biden. This is more than just about Biden. Um, you have the FTX situation um, with all that money being tied into the Democratic Party. There's no telling what's going to come out of that. Um and I found it interesting that the timing of that uh FTX crash was right after the midterms. Like it was like boom. You saw the the stupid lefty libtards celebrating talking about there was no red wave, right? They got all nice and happy and stupid. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere boom, FTX crash. And then it came out immediately that that money was uh, supposedly, you know, they were using uh, FTX to funnel money to Ukraine, bring it back um, into the pockets of these politicians. You, you should know the story already. Okay, well, we haven't even gotten to the bottom of that yet. Who knows what else is going to come out of that? But just look at the timing. You can't tell me somebody isn't organizing this and dropping these bombs on purpose at specific times. You wait until after the midterms and then, boom. This information could have came out months ago about FTX. And who knows how much money these, uh deep state actors have had tied into FTX and with that going bankrupt and there's a lot of people that are losing money behind this. How do you know that they didn't lose money as well? You know? um, So it's like one big net that they all may have felt fallen into. We'll see. Um, But like I said, um, The media is going to hold off as much as they can because I checked, I looked all over YouTube, couldn't find nothing about the investigation into Hunter Biden and and the Biden administration, human trafficking and everything else, wire fraud. There was nothing there. But. But they still had Trump. (laughs) They still had Trump announces he's running for president. Um only, only place I could find anything about this investigation that's being launched is on of course Fox News' uh YouTube channel and of course other conservative um podcasters and places like that. So what I'm looking for more than anything else is for the red pill moment. The bullhorn has to be taken back, okay. The bullhorn has to be taken back. Um, enough of this Trump, 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 twenty-four-seven. The bullhorn needs to be taken back, and people need to get um some cold water thrown on them, and they need to find out just how corrupt, just how nasty, uh, these politicians really are their political leaders, and what they're really doing behind the scenes. Otherwise, everything is just a waste of time. All of this is just a waste of time if nothing comes out of this. And so with all of this information being brought out now, you know that the default of the powers that be, let's say, is to always refer back to QAnon, right? Letter 17. Okay, I'm gonna use the words letter seventeen, uh, to not trip up the algorithms. But um Newsweek has already launched a counter to um the information that's getting ready to come out. Not just the information that has come out about Hunter Biden. The Biden administration, what Joe Biden has what Joe Biden has been involved in and what they've been what they've been covering up um for the past two years, especially, but you know, over the many years, but especially over the past two years, right? But they Newsweek has launched a counter <laughs> attack. They've already um let me see here. They they put out this publication this article here saying QAnon ideology is entrenched in the Republican Party. Now you see what they've done already. They've put that on the entire Republican Party, right? What are they doing? They're sowing the seeds that whatever information comes out about Hunter Biden Joe Biden, which I believe is going to be tied into Hillary, Obama, and and a lot of these deep state rhino Republicans, such as Mitch McConnell and the rest of them. Um, I believe that 2023 could be the year that a lot of this information comes out and you can see the unit party. um, You can see them for what they really are. Nothing but deep state puppets. Um but what they what Newsweek is doing right here is they are making sure that they put this out. Let's bring up QAnon so that any any information that comes out about Hunter and Joe will automatically be brought under this umbrella of conspiracy theory. Right. They're saying that it is entrenched in the Republican Party and it's not going away anytime soon despite candidates linked to the movement performing poorly in the midterms midterm elections according to an expert. Now there goes that word expert. You know the the lefty liberals, they love the expert. Um says many candidates linked to the letter seventeen conspiracy theory, or, or influencers who support the movement lost their races as voters rejected extremist politicians at the polls. By the way, um, Trump, Trump candidates, I think Trump won, it was over 200 and something candidates won, and I think only like 20 to 22 lost, somewhere around there. I can't remember the numbers anymore. But if you ask them, like, all his candidates lost, these these people are, they think you're stupid. They talk to you like you're stupid. Um, you know, it's just like saying if the New England, if you were to look at the New England Patriots over the past, you know, 20 years, you know, they won seven championships. They went to the Super Bowl nine times. I believe they won... No, they won six, and I believe they went there nine times, right? And they were in the playoffs damn near every year. Now, if you were to look at their record over the past 20 years, you would say that that team had a great record. Only an idiot would say that they were losers. Well, that's what they're saying with Trump. The man, over 200 of his... Uh, picks won but yet if you let them tell it he walked away a failure this year but that's the news media for you Um, but it says um again it says many candidates linked to the 1117 conspiracy theory or influence influencers who support the movement lost their races as voters rejected extremists Politicians at the polls says, but Tyndale University professor and author of the QAnon deception, James Beverly, told Newsweek, despite the failure of the red wave to materialize, uh, QAnon is not going away anytime soon, says followers of the movement who were at the Stop the Steal rally on January the 6th. the day of the Capitol riots had hoped the 2020 election deniers they backed would find themselves in position to influence future votes. Okay, and I have this start here said while the letter 17 conspiracy movement shared unfounded claims that Democrats and celebrities are part of a global satanic child trafficking sex trafficking. Global satanic child sex trafficking ring, right? Influencers have pushed their baseless belief that the 2020 election was stolen, a a point supported by many Republicans. So notice how they included child trafficking, child sex trafficking, a satanic child sex trafficking and linked it to the 2020 election. They're trying to cover all bases here. Somebody sounds nervous to me. I'm the negative guy, right? I'm the guy that everyone says is negative about everything. I'm, I am black pill everything. And even I am looking at this and going, these people are nervous as shit. They're nervous as hell. Something's coming. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention Trump pump faking the media, the deep state and everyone else by pretending like he was going to give this big announcement right on the 15th. Um, Make of it what you want, but Trump has to know that him announcing he was running for president in 2024. Isn't the most important moment in American history. Right. And that's what he was claiming. Like, this could be the most important day in American history, in U.S. history. Um, it's possible that Trump planned to say something else. That he was going to drop a bomb. But for whatever reason, intelligence told him to back off. And so he just said, i oh, announced announce I'm running for president. But what was even more interesting was that Obama and Bush were planning to follow him up with a message on (laughs) misinformation and how dangerous misinformation could be, which tells me that these people were scared, which tells me that he knows something. And he's hanging it over their head. Whatever it is, he is hanging it over their head. Okay, I don't know what that something is. It could be anything. We have an idea. But anyways, um, linking satanic child sex trafficking to the 2020 election is very telling. They what what this tells me is they don't know where their enemies are going as far as the information that is going to be unveiled. They don't know what the next move is of Trump and whoever is behind him, working with him behind the scenes. They know something's coming. They don't know what. Think about it like this. This is, this is going from one extreme to the other. Global satanic child sex trafficking ring versus 2020 election. That's going from one extreme to the other. They're trying to cover all bases. If you understand psychology, basic human psychology, you can read this and see that this is them saying, "Uh, this is this is which which direction are they going in?" They have them on the 2020 election. They can prove that. They can prove what really happened there. They have all the data. They have all the information. Or They can bring out the child trafficking, you know, the child sex trafficking rings, especially down there at the border. You don't think that that information isn't being collected? Of course it is. Of course. These people are nervous as hell they're trying to look like they're strong like they like they um like they're still in control they're still in, they're still in power they are getting nervous um this article continues on, continues on saying former president Donald Trump is a central figure figure in the conspiracy theory and his followers are convinced that he is part of a mission to expose the global cabal and ordered the execution of its members. To motivate followers, influencers shared predictions that would fail to materialize. Says the letter 17, influencers rap, uh, rapidly lost influence following the inauguration of Joe Biden in January 2021, when yet more predictions again proved false Pushing some to latch on to Republican politicians to share their message. Um, so then they go on. They mention um, they mention Zach Payne, one o seven, and all these other all these other people. Um, so anyway, I wanted to jump down to this part here. Mike Rothschild. <laughs> this is what Mike Rothschild wrote a book um, about, uh, the letter 17 and, um, oh, by the way, they're also saying that these followers of the letter 17 are not as enthusiastic as they once were. So anyway, um, Mike Rothschild said there's a very good chance that the letter 17 movement that we knew from 2017 to 2020 has run out of steam, um, with the tidbit, um, reaction to new letter 17 drops and many (laughs) of the most closely linked candidates not doing well. So anyways, um, yeah, so this this is definitely um interesting to me because I'm I'm not just I'm not just uh reading it like oh, you know, this is them debunking 17. I'm reading it and going, oh, this is this is this is reactionary. This is a reaction. They're not on the offense. They're on the they're on the defense. They are afraid of something. Whether you believe in letter 17 or not, I really don't give a shit about none of it. What I care about, me personally, what I care about is that there is a light shined on human trafficking, child trafficking, um, organ harvesting. I remember the mayor of DC. Uh, pretended like there were there was these girls that went missing in 20 I believe it was 2016 I could be wrong it was somewhere around there and I, I was I did a show on it back then I can't remember the exact year anymore but um it was like over 50 girls young black girls like really young went missing And she just basically ignored it and said that it wasn't real. It was just a conspiracy theory. And that was when I first realized that there was a problem here with trafficking, especially child trafficking, because the girl's parents came out and they were pissed. Like, what do you mean we're not real? (laughs) That's when I said, whoa, okay, that's interesting. That's weird. You know, why would you dismiss uh, missing children? When their parents are, are saying, hey, hello, we're here. We exist. So that's when I first was like, oh, shit, there's something going on. There's something going on. And then I learned about organ harvesting. In Detroit, there was... um. In Detroit, there was, and I believe this was 2018. Um, dead babies were found in a church in the in the um, wall of a church. I mean, it may have been the maybe like the attic or something like that inside a church. There was like 200 babies. Barely heard about it in the mainstream media. I just happened to run across it. And it was from the local news. So it wasn't like, you know, some Letter 17 conspiracy website. No, this was like in the local news, but it didn't make mainstream news. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> There's some sick shit going on in this in this world. Again, I can't remember the exact numbers no more. This, this stuff was years ago. This is when I first started waking up to organ harvesting, and and there's big money being made on the market, on the black market for organ harvesting. Big, big money. So you have to question all of this stuff. And again, me personally, I don't give a shit about any of this other stuff, but I don't like the fact that the media uses the letter 17 as a way to. debunk, and cover up the fact that there is human trafficking, um, sex trafficking, child trafficking. Um, There is a satanic cult. The the Satanists have openly admitted that they use abortions to practice their satanic rituals. They're actually suing in Idaho and in Indiana You can look this up for yourself if you think I'm lying. So there is a satanic cult that do believe in child sacrifice. And furthermore, child sex trafficking is going on. But they, they, the media, and mostly the Democrats and Republicans, there's rhino Republicans too, are covering this shit up. Period. I don't want to hear nothing about the letter 17 when it comes to trafficking, human trafficking. I don't want to hear about that shit. Your if, if this is real, and it is, then your goddamn job as lawmakers is to do something to combat that shit. Your job isn't to tell me that um, you don't need to look in it, into it because you believe a conspiracy website exists that talks about the same goddamn thing whether or not the letter 17 is real or not i don't give a flying fuck excuse my language but you're not going to tell me that there aren't children in this country especially going missing especially down there at that border bullshit there's been too many reports They have something called a coyote or a mule. They'll bring children across the border and they're separated from their their parents. You never see these children ever again or they're never heard from ever again. Okay, where are these children going? You just had Jeffrey Epstein's island exposed a couple of years ago. There's no more excuse for pretending like you don't know that this shit is going on. Jeffrey Epstein was mainstream media. No more excuse. I don't want to hear this shit by no damn letter seventeen. That's not your excuse anymore. So you have to say um that mainstream media and these politicians are complicit and are working directly with these um with these traffickers, these human traffickers. If not, then why are they trying to cover this shit up? And I don't give a damn what political party it is. This isn't a Democrat-Republican situation. Somebody, somewhere, should be sounding the alarm for this. Otherwise, you're just as guilty. Back to more important news. It's coming from the sociable says carbon is going to be very close to a currency tokenizing nature is next c o p twenty seven all right it's coming from the sociable it says after moving carbon into a system where where it will be very close to a currency, the world's financial elite are to they're going to um Tokenize just about everything in nature, so that's what this whole climate crap is all about. Everything is going to be set up for this uh, digital digitalized society, um, and this is ultimately what this is doing is setting you up for the uh, for for this monitor that they're going to place under your skin to track your movements. So every event, every uh, false flag, every staged event is pushing towards one thing, right? It's all pushing towards this one world system, right? One world government. That's what this is all about. Speaking at a side session at COP27 on Wednesday, former Bank of England senior advisor and G20 co-chairman Michael Sharon said that carbon was moving very quickly into a system where where it's going to be close to a currency. You cannot make this up. All of the conspiracy theories from 20 years ago are now coming true right before your eyes. And what are people talking about? What are they talking about right now? Elon Musk. You see? You see? And you wonder how we get to where we are. But I'm the negative one, remember? I'm, I'm the negative guy. They're still pushing forward with their agenda while you're sleeping. This is how they're going to get there. All of these people are just playing their roles to distract you. Listen to this again. um, Michael Sharon said that carbon was moving very quickly into a system where it's going to be close to a currency. That was the whole point of Bitcoin. That was the whole point of your digital currencies. Your altcoins and everything else was set up and designed to get you used to that system and they would later use it to centralize it. There was no such thing as a decentralized digital currency. That that was just to bait you, to pull you in. Okay? So he says... And the next on the agenda was the tokenization of nature <laughs> and biodiversity. Ooh, listen to this, biodiversity. You see these words that they use? Where places like Indonesia, Brazil, and Africa would be absolutely critical. Now, they're going to use Africa Because that's going to be, I predict that in the near future, they're going to say the tokenization of nature and carbon footprint and all of that stuff, um, linking it to a currency is going to help poor people in Africa. And they're going to make it look like it's this great thing. Everyone should get on board. Right. Says here in a quote from Michael Sheeran. Um, well, and anyway, I already read that part. Let me let me skip down here. It says, quote, we, we've spent a lot of time in the G20, a lot of time in the BOE, trying to understand where value is created, not just in our systems, but also where the threats to it are, says Sharon. Um... So anyways, yeah, they, they've got this thing all mapped out, figured out. And it's going to come across like a very good thing to a lot of people who don't understand what this is really leading to. One world government, um, worse than a social credit score. It's going to be, because you've seen what they've done. Um, PayPal is still talking about, you know, taking away money from you if they see you online on social media or anywhere um saying things that they disagree with basically right these systems are still in place during the trucker strike in Canada if you want to understand what's going to happen in the near future during the trucker strike in Canada when they were protesting against the mandates what did they do they shut off Everyone's GoFundMe, they they intercepted your GoFundMe donations to the truckers. Yep, in real time. PayPal, all the rest of them. That's what they did. Go look it up. Why did they do that? They're they're getting their system in place. (laughs) They didn't stop just because they stopped the mandates. And this is where the disconnect for me and a lot of other people, a lot of other people say, they're saying I'm negative. And I'm like, negative how? I'm telling you what they're doing. Just because you people, (laughs) you people, you people want to pretend like everything's under control. That doesn't stop the so-called global elites from rolling out their plans and their agendas. Just because the mandates were dropped, it doesn't mean that they've stopped with their agenda. They're still pushing forward. 2020 was just a test. That's military one-on-one. That's what they do. They, They have military drills before they go to war, they they map out and they, they game plan or they war game and strategize. 2020 was just the war gaming. it was just the game plan and they were putting their playbook together. Right. Or you could say it was like preseason. I'll put it to you like that. Right. It was preseason. 2020 was just preseason. The real season starts circa 2025, 2027 why because they have to have this system in place by 2030 it's agenda 2030 period they are linking the digital uh the the cbdc to carbon footprint So, when you say, oh, this climate change stuff sounds crazy, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care that it sounds crazy because it's not about whether it's real or not. They don't care. It's about tying it into this digital system. Once you understand that, everything else falls into place. You can see what they're doing. It's not that they expect people to accept it. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is to tie it in, right? They're tying everything in, it's just like the health cards. People celebrated when they dropped the mandates. They said, oh, look, 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 we stopped them. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. All you did was give them data. They wanted the data. They wanted to see how many people would protest, how many people would go along with it, how many people just didn't care. They're about collecting information and data so that when the real season begins, circa 2025, 2027, they'll have everything in place by 2030 because that's your Super Bowl.